Hello class, this is another instalment of our podcast with a recap of what you should remember about Fahrenheit 451 after watching the TEDF video. The novel derives its title from the temperature at which paper burns. Actually, the accuracy or the exactness the exactitude of this figure has been questioned. Nevertheless, the novel is considered as a masterpiece of dystopian fiction. The genre amplifies troubling features or negative aspects of the world around us and imagines the consequences of taking them to the extreme. The main protagonist is a fireman or a firefighter whose name is Montag. It's true, like the German word for Monday. He is responsible for, or he is in charge of destroying books and even whole libraries. Please, be careful with this word, libraries. It's not the same as bookshops. In a bookshop, you can buy books, not borrow them. So Montag lives in a world where all books are banned. That is to say that they are forbidden from all areas of life. Indeed, possessing and or reading books is punishable by law. In Montag's world, a society governed by surveillance, robotics and virtual reality, mass media like television and radio stations exert a monopoly on information. As a result, people are manipulated into thinking the same way. Everything is made to make sure that there's no individual thought, no dissenters. This word, dissenters, which was in the previous video, means that there's no opposition to the government's policies. Montag's wife, Mildred, listens to the radio and watches TV 24-7, which means all the time, basically. There are several flat-screen TV sets in their sitting room at home. In spite of all that, Montag gradually realizes he's always felt uncomfortable with this life, but he has lacked the descriptive words to express such a feeling, meaning that he didn't have words to name the feeling. Because his vocabulary was so poor with the absence of reading, he couldn't name what he felt and this troubled him. It's frightening because Montag lives in a barren world or a sterile world where there's nothing to hold on to and resist. Now, Let's talk about the context behind this novel. It was published in 1953, at the height of the Cold War. As you already learned, we're working on George Tucker's painting called Subway, the period generated or kindled a wave of paranoia and fear in the US. There was a witch hunt targeting artists and writers who were accused of communist sympathies. They were arrested, questioned, and even blacklisted. This dark period class is known as, quote, the McCarthy era, 
after Senator Joseph McCarthy, who was the instigator of this political witch hunt. At that time, Ray Bradbury was concerned that it would set a dangerous precedent for more censorship in the future. Censorship is another word you should memorise. Indeed, the period reminded him of the burning of the greatest archive of knowledge, the Library of Alexandria, and the book burnings of the fascist regimes in the 1930s and 40s. To conclude, we should keep in mind that Fahrenheit 451 is a parable, or a meaningful tale, about a society which sets itself on the path to its own destruction, or in other words, a society that is complicit in or responsible for its own obliteration. Well, I hope this recap is clear enough and you could understand much of it. Until next time, to keep up the good work, class, I'm leaving you today with this quote by Ray Bradbury himself. You don't have to burn books to destroy a culture. Just get people to stop reading them so let's enjoy reading in english of course see you soon